Hello, I'm Hannah. And I'm Kylie. And this is... Back Up for Grabs. Today we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 2. Suspicion. And I think we'll kick off with our 15 second recaps. Are you ready for this? Yes. Okay. On your mark. Get set. We begin with Ricegate, and then several <laughs> failed fishing expeditions by both tribes. Ogakor won blankets in a super physical reward challenge, and then Kucha won the food challenge for immunity, and unfortunately, Kel goes home. He did that with like two seconds to spare. I feel like I'm getting better. I think so too. Alright, are you ready? Set? Yes! <laughs> Go. Okay, so first off, we start with a lot of drama surrounding rice. Um, we have a uh, reward challenge, which involves swimming, and Ogakor wins. Then we have an immunity challenge, which involves food, and Kucha wins. And then there's a lot of discussion about who's going to get voted out, and then it ends up being Kelp. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a recap of the episode. <laughs> it feels like, you know, a good summary of even our commentary was a lot of, ah, oh, sad. Yeah, we were very emotional this episode. <laughs> For many reasons. Like, good emotions, bad emotions. So yeah, we'll begin with the rice issue. <laughs> That's one way of phrasing it. So, it seems like both camps are equally experiencing some, um... Tension? Yeah. I, some friction around the rice. Um, well, and just food in general. Hmm. We've got... Um, the moisture content of the rice. Right. We've got cooking method at issue. Mm -hmm. um, another contention Quantity. might be, yes, um, time of day mm. that rice is cooked. Mm -hmm. um, how specifically it's cooked. Who cooks it? Duration of cooking. Procedure of discussion prior to the rice <laughs> being cooked. <laughs> what else? And the fact that it's rice and not any other source of food. Right, um, that is a big issue. Uh, however, if other foods provided, Kimmy might not want that anyway. Um, but don't worry, she'll still complain about the rice. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> um, we also have a little bit of a, what seems to be kind of Jerry-led um, conspiracy theory around what may or may not be happening with Ogakor's food um, with regards to Kel. Which was a little uncalled for. I'm honestly not sure how this all started, but... I feel like she just wanted to start drama. It's very possible. In essence, this rumor is circulated. That Kel is eating beef jerky. Mm-hmm. And that beyond that, Kel also has some private stash of food that he's kind of maintaining without sharing with the rest of the camp. Right, but mind you, Kel is the only one actively searching for other food. Which they all seem also mad about. Yes, because he's not um, particularly successful with his fishing attempts. Or bonding with the tribe. Mm -hmm. But I think that his effort should, frankly, be noticed. Because no one else seems to give up. And he's the kindest human on this season, as of right now. He is that we've so seen. Sweet. That we've seen. Yes. I think Kylie and I both accidentally fell in love with Kel over the course of the last 40 minutes. Yes. <laughs> I would advocate for that man. If he showed up at our door right now and proposed, I think we would probably get in a cat fight over who said yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big sweetie. Survivor slept on Kel. Well, and to think of what we could have had. I know. <laughs> and he's smart, too. Like, he knew that his fishing expedition was not going to be successful because the fish could see whatever he was using, and he knew he had to weigh down the twine. Like, he knew all of that. 
But he's still trying. A man who understands gravity. But he really gets me going. (laughs) (laughs) He still tried, though. He did, yeah. And he's, um, it said his occupation was that he was an army intelligence officer, so he's, like, got some, you know, survival skills. A good background, yeah. Yeah. Um, That tribe is definitely going to be weaker without him. Oh, absolutely. I think that tribe would realistically be weaker without anyone except possibly Jerry. Just for... (laughs) Like attitude, morale, and stuff around mm, camp. I would, I would put Marianne in that boat too. Maybe I don't know that we've actually seen enough of her to like make. Yeah, she didn't cause a detriment in. The and Kel liked her. Challenges. I feel like that says a lot. But even though but she, Kel, Kel likes Jerry. That's true. Kel, Kel likes everybody. It's just not the best. <laughs> <laughs> one flaw, Kel. Only one flaw. Man likes is too nice. <laughs> and realistically, both of us are too horrible of human beings to actually be with a man that's too nice yeah unfortunately it's actually not attractive to me <laughs> but everything else <laughs> if that's the one flaw we're doing great it's fine all right so moving on from the camp life situation yeah we kind of enter our first challenge of the episode which is a reward challenge and I it's mean, super physical they're yeah it's super physical they get it's not tree mail is it is this yeah. tree mail in this season? Yeah, technically it's it? tree mail. Um, kind of implies that it will have some element involving swimming. Yes, and jumping off a cliff. Everyone seems excited about, except, except Roger. So Roger, we find out, has just learned how to swim in anticipation of what it sounds like coming on Survivor. Props to him. Yes, and other people are saying like he doesn't actually swim, he just kind of can tread water a little bit. Um, basically... Better than some contestants. It's true. Because some people claim they can swim, and it turns out they're actually worse than (laughs) Roger at swimming. So he's kind of apprehensive about this. Everyone else seems excited. Yeah. They're thinking, cool, water. (laughs) Yeah. Don't know her. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so they save him for second to last jumping off of the, the cliff. So basically they have to jump off the cliff, swim a good amount to this Mm -hmm. crate, which is heavy. And like tethered kind of to the floor of the river. Yeah, then untether it and drag the crate through rapids. <laughs> Casual. Um, <laughs> to then dra- like then carry it through sand and put it on, you know, a, a table platform at the end. Mm-hmm. And they get blankets as their reward. Which are contained, sealed, supposedly. In that inside crate. Inside the crate. Mm-hmm. In the water. Yeah. But they save Roger for second to last. And like you could kind of see the... They were waiting for him, like, to help him swim to the crate, which I just thought was so wholesome. They, I think I mean, it does help their tribe, too, but it was also wholesome. Yeah. They were helping kind of all of their tribe members, it seemed like, because once they, you know, hit the water and got kind of... Jolted. Rocket... Rocketed underneath, (laughs) people could, like, pull them out and kind of help give them a little... Push. Shove to... Yeah, exactly. Kind of start their journey to the center of the crate. Yeah. Um... But yeah, when Roger's about to jump, you can tell, and you know, the camera angle had to make it a little more dramatic, that he's like, holy, yeah. like, it looks like a high, very high jump. It does. Um, I don't know if I would be particularly... I wouldn't be excited about excited. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd do it, but I would be dreading it. Mm-hmm. I also feel like just getting the wind knocked out of you from hitting water like that makes it hard enough to swim after, in addition to the distance that mm-hmm. they kind of added. Um, definitely pencil jumping in is the way to go, I think, though. Yeah, I don't, you would have to be very careful 
there's too much room for you to rotate if you're doing a cannonball mm-hmm. and then like end up smacking your back or something. Well, you don't really want just... to dive in either. I feel like going head first is just a bad thing too. Plus, you don't know how deep it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure it's deep enough in that section. But it ended up that Kucha didn't lose by much though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Roger jumps in. They all kind of help pull him to the crate. And then at this point, Ogacor is already going down the rapids, which mm-hmm. doesn't honestly look to be like the best method that they could have used for doing that um and what's funny even just in watching the challenges you can kind of see everybody in Ogacore still operating as like a human who's doing this challenge and they happen to be with other people Mm -hmm. like they just had Colby and I think Mitchell carrying the crate pretty much the whole time and the rest of them were just like making it to shore kind of thing Mm -hmm. whereas like Kucha consistently acts like a team and it's just cute and I love them <laughs> we were rooting for Kucha I'm the only thing I think that brings down the Kucha vibe is Kimmy I agree frankly. 100% yeah and that chick they voted off the first week I didn't like her uh, yeah forget her name irrelevant <laughs> we're terrible people we are um and you would think that in our rewatch we would be able to like process better keep it in mm-hmm. the brain for slightly longer than you know one episode but alas not this time yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, so Ogacore wins, but barely. Kucha's mm-hmm. already, I would say most, they're completely on land by the time Ogacore's actually, like, gotten their crate on the platform. Yeah, they're just lugging their crate through the sand right now. Mm-hmm. So, Ogacore wins two blankets. Yay. Yep. And then Jerry gets back to camp and starts making tortillas. Yeah. There's <laughs> some fish drama with um at the kucha camp also Mm. jeff barner who might be winning for entertainment value so far i really enjoy him um seems to and his frosted tips (laughs) he seems to resent scoopin for kind of the approach he takes to getting the fish he's Mm -hmm. like if anyone else gets a fish no one cares but if scoopin gets a fish we all gotta like throw him a parade and pray over it and all this stuff. Right. And we do kind of see a glimpse of that in they're all like holding hands around the fish and Scoopin's kind of going on this speech about how he's so thankful he caught them. Mm-hmm. He's like, I hope this makes me the provider of the tribe. And he's like, this might backfire. I could be viewed as the leader because of this. And it's like, this is not a conversation between you and God. This is like your PowerPoint speech about why you're valuable it's like right now. you just caught the fish can we just cook it and eat it like they don't need this whole speech about it song and dance yeah. almost literally yeah and i mean in fairness it is a pretty sizable fish in oh yeah they caught, caught a lot yeah and even jeff varner's comment that, like anyone else can catch a fish and it's not a big deal but because scoopin's doing it it's this huge thing mm-hmm. implies that other people have caught fish mm. which kind of makes me sad because it's like all right then cooch is over here fish or no that is kucha yeah okay sorry ogacore's over there and everyone's making fun of kel because he can't catch fish but they're not even trying i have issues i just feel bad i feel like i feel like kel should have been on kucha and kimmy should have been on ogacore and then i would have had pretty solidly defined tribal loyalties um yeah but amber's on ogacore i like amber i like colby I like Tina. Mm-hmm. I just, as a tribe. Yeah, as a tribe, that's I'm horrible over, dynamic. I don't love green. No. I also get confused every time I see them because half of green wears blue. Yes. So I also feel like 
the actual, this is a very niche um, concern that I have, but the shades of green and blue that they used are very similar. And so when you're looking mm. from a distance, I feel like it's not. Yeah, I really have to keep in my mind who is on which tribe in order to. Yeah, and I feel like when they have very contrasting colors, like blue orange. and red or orange and purple or like green and I don't know. What other colors are there? Orange. Sure. Yeah. Like, it's very Just not clear. the two colors next to each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, just makes it a little more challenging. <laughs> yeah. So then they get notice about what their immunity challenge is going to be. Yes. Which involves... Food! food! You guys already know if you listen to the first season that food challenges are some of our favorites. Yes. Um... I think they say a lot about a person's willingness to just suck it the F up. And do it. And do it. And I will judge you immensely for how you participate in a food challenge. Also their patience. I feel like watching how people react to their tribe mates who are not doing well at food challenges reveals a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, People who are brave. Because you can generally tell if they're being like a stick in the mud and they just don't want to eat it versus if they're genuinely like, I... There's a mental block here that I cannot get past. And I would say most of the time it is not the latter. (laughs) (laughs) I think most of the time it's just people being a bad sport. Right. So. Well, and before we even get to the food challenge, Kimmy already has a defeatist attitude about it. Like she literally said before we even got to the challenge that she wasn't going to eat anything. Mm -hmm. She is. I don't remember. I know that they've said it somewhere, but she's vegan or vegetarian or something. I don't care. And she... (laughs) um doesn't want to violate mammals while she's on survivor and so there's a couple of like key highlights from this and i think the way that they formatted this food challenge is a little bit different than it usually is so rather than i don't know sometimes jeff just put stuff in front of them or they're like they've done like a dart situation like wherever it lands jeff makes a blender the blender that's in um that's in Africa next season he blends like a bunch of I think they all have to take like that it's like cow milk or like goat milk or something or blood blood that's what it is they take blood out of a living cow next season anyway so sorry guys things to look forward to the format of this season's food challenge is that they basically have kind of like a wheel of fortune spinner table situation um and they're on opposite ends of it so every opposing side has the same jar with some kind of they had like some scorpions some weird worm stuff they had one of those uh like larva grub mm-hmm. things and they are there are two or yes. maybe more than that yeah. but good good foods which is a slice of apple and like a chunk of what looks Candy like bar. maybe like a twix or something yeah um so you have some really gross things and some not so bad things yeah and Kucha has to have someone go twice because they have an extra person. So they elect to make it Scoopin. Yes. Which I think was a smart choice. I think Scoopin just doesn't give a single rat's patootie about what he's eating. Well, I was going to say anything, um, (laughs) but specifically what he's eating. Yes. So our first people are Scoopin and Marianne, I believe, from Overcorn. And... Scoopin has no problem getting it down. I forget what they had first, actually. The first thing they had was this oh, mangrove yeah, yeah. worm. Yeah, so this, it looks weird. It's like a 
It looks like a tapeworm, kind of. (laughs) Um, And it has, like, this dark stuff in the middle that makes their mouths turn, like... Purpley black. Yeah. So, and I think Jeff said that they usually, like, burrow into trees and then, like, Yeah, when they're young. Eating the tree. Yeah. Very gross. Native to Australia, I'm assuming, because I've never heard of this. Yeah. Not that I'm, like, an expert on various worm (laughs) types. But they both got it down. They did. So how this works, too, is if you get it down, it's a point. Mm-hmm. They're not on, like, a shot clock time or anything. Well, you um, can't take too long, though, because Jeff will count you down. Yes. So within reason, yeah. if you get it down, you're fine. And then uh, the very final round, it was who got it first. Mm-hmm. But as of this one, it's just getting it down, not speed. Right. Which I think is probably a strategic move on Jeff's part, because if you say it's just the fastest, then they're going to try to pair... All of the people that they know will be good at eating with the people who aren't. Right. So then the people who aren't just don't even have to. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have the cow brain, which is Jeff Barner, I believe. I think so. And Kimmy. And Kimmy just says, I'm not eating that. And then she says... No, it wasn't. Jeff is on Kimmy's team. Who was it then? Mitchell? (laughs) Or Keith, maybe? Maybe Keith. Because Mitchell gets... um, It was definitely a guy. Mitchell gets to go at the same time that... Didn't Mitchell get the candy bar? No, Colby did. I think Mitchell got the larva. Because him and whoever Mm. on Kucha had it, they both ate it super quick, remember? And we were all like... Yeah, we were impressed. Yeah. Maybe that was Jeff. Did Jeff do the larva? (laughs) We should have written this down. I only took notes on what they had to eat, not who had to eat them, okay? (sighs) Okay. But I will say... That Kimmy did not eat the cow brain because it's a mammal. And I rolled my eyes so hard. Yeah. It's just kind of ridiculous, I feel like. Like, she didn't point. even try. No. She's she like, I even... can't do it. And then she just cries her eyes out on the sideline. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I just want to, in case we have any vegan listeners, it's not the fact that she is vegan. I just want to be clear about that. That's fine. However, I feel like when you're coming on Survivor... You know <laughs> there's going to be some challenges in which you do so. So currently airing right now is season 42. And we literally had a vegan person. Yes. Who said, like, I knew coming on here that it would involve eating meat of some kind. Right. And so I'm just going to, you know, suck it up and do it. And it was a little bit of an emotional moment for him. Which is totally understandable. Yes. But, like, However, you also don't have a lot of other food sources when you're on Survivor. You have maybe some coconuts. Definitely... A quantity of rice, mm-hmm. maybe fish if you're lucky or even good at catching fish or if you have a good water source. Like, you don't have a lot of options for substance. Yeah. And I think my biggest issue is that she didn't even... Try. Attempt. Yeah. It wasn't like, I haven't eaten meat or, you know, animal products or whatever it is in however long. Um, she just saw the cow brain and said no. Yeah. And I think she was banking on hopefully getting the apple or the candy bar. Mm-hmm. But you can't bank on that. And it was a really small chunk of it, too. Well, what looked to be a small chunk. Like, I've definitely seen them have to eat larger quantities of these gross things. Yes. It fit in a, like, smaller than a mason jar is what these containers are in. Um, And it didn't take up the whole thing. No. Whoever battled against her had it in, like, three bites. So then next up, we have the mudwell thing, which is the shellfish, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... It was Jerry. It was Jerry. That's what we remember. And someone else. Yeah. Um, they both get it down. Yeah. Whoever was against Jerry was much faster, though. Yes. 
Jeff had to count Jerry down toward the end. Yeah. That's how we knew that the shot clock does <laughs> get applied eventually. Yeah. Um, and then we had the apple, which is Elizabeth and someone mm-hmm. from the other team, mm-hmm. uh, which was fine. But I feel like Elizabeth wanted it to be something because she almost looked like disappointed when she got the apple. <laughs> Um, and she looked really annoyed with Kimmy, like, you know, when they kind of, like, pan when, mm-hmm. yeah. Which makes sense to me, because Kimmy's annoying. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we had Larva. Yeah, which I'm pretty sure was Mitchell on Ogrecore. That's fair. And I don't remember who it was on. But the Larva comes back in future seasons, too. It's a staple food-eating challenge. Maybe Nick? Is it Nick oh. the dude with the earrings? Yeah. He's on Kucha. Yeah. He could have done, I think he might have done the mud well. Maybe. With Jerry? Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) We're, we're working on it. We're gonna, because we love food challenges so much, we need to be better about like. We should. Yeah. We talk, we talk a big game. (laughs) We're like, we love the food challenges. We don't know who ate anything. The scorpion was Alicia and Amber though. Yes. Because they both did really well. We were really impressed with Amber. She just kept taking bites of it. Yeah. And they were told you can remove the pincers. Yeah. But nothing else. Right. And that, I think that is something that I don't know, like, that would be one of the hardest things, I think, of all of this for me to eat, because it doesn't have a texture that I could trick yourself into thinking it's something over. else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think out of the ones that they had to eat for this challenge, I agree that the scorpion's probably the most difficult. In future seasons, it's definitely the bird the embryo. thing? Yes. Yeah. Baloo. Yes. Right? Yes. With the beak and the feathers. <laughs> and the feet. I can't, I, hopefully it never comes to it, is what I will say. <laughs> Jeff, don't listen to this. Just this segment, okay? Um, then we get a candy bar. Yes, and that goes to Roger and Colby. He deserved it. And I, yeah, I think after the swimming challenge, Roger should get a full candy bar. Yes. And then, then I think Colby carries his team, so he should also get a candy bar. Yes. And that's my final assessment. Yes. <laughs> and then we get tripe, which is the cow stomach lining. And mm-hmm. Tina does that one against... Wasn't it a guy? Yes. That's what I got. Whoever it was did not have an issue with it. No, but Tina did. Which is how we then come to the tiebreaker. Because otherwise, if Tina had finished it, her tribe would have won. Mm-hmm. But she had an issue. Mm-hmm. So we go to the tiebreaker... And so, since Scoopin was first, he's the type... Or no, it was Scoopin against Tina. Yes. Because they got to pick... Yes, yes. Okay, so Scoopin then we have against tiebreaker Tina. because the, each team gets to pick one member... Of the other tribe. Gets to pick their team's opponent. Yes. Yeah. So, Kucha picked Tina because she Was failed. about to barf. Yeah, well, she did barf. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then... Obviously, Ogakor picked Kimmy because it's Kimmy. Because she's the worst. And so the la- the tiebreaker was a worm, like this long worm, and Jeff had two of them on a plate. And all of a sudden, Kimmy is screaming, I can eat a worm. I can eat a worm. It's like, I, I, I don't, I mean, it's not a mammal, I guess, right? I don't know how worms work. She, she's got... I'm, I'm not vegan. I really don't. I'm so sorry if I'm saying something that's wrong. I don't feel like a worm is different. It's an animal, right? Yeah. It, it lives. <laughs> you can tell neither of us were like biology majors. We're just like, it's the same thing. Yeah. I had to dissect one. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. 
How do you even dissect a worm? You pin it down to like some plate type thing and then use a little scalpel and... I did do a sheep brain in AP Bio. I did not. It wasn't I didn't favorite. take AP Bio, though. <laughs> it's probably better that way. Yeah. I don't even know if I did a frog. I, I remember the worm. I think we did, when I was younger, it was in like middle school, we did owl pellets. You know, the like... They're basically like the things that owls like, like hop up. <laughs> but because they eat all these like, you know, rats and mice and stuff, they mm. have like animal bones in them and all of this like fur and stuff. And so we were kind of mm. like fishing through it. And that's the last time I remembered enjoying a dissection because you don't preserve owl pellets in formaldehyde. And so then they don't have mm. that smell of like, it smells like death to mm. me, but I guess some would say science. Um, anyway. <laughs> some would say science. <laughs> Hate the smell of science. <laughs> it's fine. We're we're not we're not STEM majors, if that's not apparent to you. Um, but anyway, worm tiebreaker. Kimmy's screaming she can eat the worm, and she wins. She, I think, just embraces my philosophy, which is like just cram it in your mouth and swallow. Yeah. Um, and I think I was telling Kylie when we were rewatching this, I would have been more. I'm more okay with this result than I would have been if Kimmy had lost. And it's not because I like Kimmy. It's because I think that I sympathize with Tina losing more. Because Tina just got off of, like, literally up-chucking from this cow stomach yeah. lining that she was having problems with. And now we're going to go directly into... And it wasn't, like, a small... No, it was a long worm. Yeah. They were... It was probably, like, two feet long at least. And they're, like, <laughs> scramming it into... Oh, yeah. yeah man. And I think at that point, once you've thrown up, I don't, like, even if it's just me throwing up, not under the pressure of a survivor food challenge condition, I don't want to eat again for, like, well, hours. The things that they are throwing up aren't enjoyable the second time that they have to taste it. Yeah. I will say, I'm very glad for Alicia and Amber that they didn't throw out the scorpion, because I feel like that would have scraped mm. on the way back up. Okay, yeah, we'll move on now. Um... <laughs> Like, the worm's gross, but at least it's easy, I would think, in texture to, like... Yeah, it's liquidy. ...get down. Anyway. Kucha wins. Kucha wins. Which... And we like that. We do. And this really... I mean, Jeff made a comment after the reward challenge about how Ogakor's getting on a streak, and I was like, they're not on a streak. It's been one week. Yeah. This is There's episode two. There's a 50-50 chance you're on a streak when your streak is two challenges. It's episode two. So, they... When they take the immunity idol, and then we kind of return to Ogakor's camp. And they're talking about who they're thinking of voting out tonight. Oh my gosh, we forgot to touch on Jeff making barf noises. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was our favorite part. So in the, and that was for, in order to get to the tiebreaker. Because, so if Tina had finished her tripe, then there wouldn't have been a need for a tiebreaker because... All of Ogacor ate their food and Kimmy didn't. Right. So Ogacor was one up. Right. And so Jeff Varner notices that Tina is struggling with this. To keep tribe. it down. Yep. And he just starts making these little barf noises. He goes, what? But like, what? not just one. <laughs> like, he keeps doing what? it. <laughs> it was so cute. And I, I feel bad because I like Tina. But it was so funny. It was yeah. like comedy gold out in the <laughs> and bush. And it wasn't like super loud and obnoxious. Like he wasn't, you know, flashy about it. Just enough. But it was, yeah. <laughs> it was there and you could hear it. And I think it did help. 
Probably. Yeah. Honestly. Because I think when you're trying your hardest just to keep it down. Yeah. And the you hear someone. The slightest thing. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. Thank you for reminding us about that. Because <laughs> that definitely needed to be C- Couldn't skip. No. Yeah. So we get to where we're kind of debating tribal council. We're hearing a few names thrown out. People seem kind of annoyed with Keith right now. Yeah, the Keith-Jerry drama, basically. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like Keith's maybe caused some friction with a couple people. Mm-hmm. Mitchell mentions that that's not his favorite person right now. I think Mitchell is also a little buddy-buddy with Jerry right now. Like, they were bonding about trash-talking Kel earlier, so. Yeah, so Mitchell mentions that Jerry's, like, still on her anti-Kel propaganda thing. Which is not supportive. Kel mentions he's going to write Jerry's name down because he already promised Marianne he would, but he's quick to say that's the only reason, and he trusts Marianne. That's why he's going to do that. He doesn't have anything against Jerry, which he should because of the way that she is. And it's so sad because Marianne then turns around and votes for him at Tribal. I think Marianne's whole approach to this is just very upsetting. Yeah. Well, and in her, like, little speech as like when she's writing his name down like I made the comment to you I was like was that a compliment she was like if you were lying out like in the desert with no water like all of us would have given you water I just don't understand that yeah like I feel like if you're gonna make an analogy at least try to make it make sense like Maybe that's something that they would all get well, if we're they just had talked a reason. about it. Yeah, but we don't a reason. Like we really like you, but this is the tribe's vote today. Or like we really like you, or but... like apologize. Yeah, for saying yeah, I'm gonna you know do this. Or like this is like just the tribe dynamic right now. I don't know. I didn't like it. But I also didn't like that Kel was the one that got voted out. And so. Kel in the voting area. Mm-hmm. Those aren't called the confessionals. What are those? It's a confessional, isn't it? The confessional is afterwards when they get to like tell their story. Why are Why are we talking like we've literally never seen Survivor before tonight? tonight? I swear we've watched before. I I think we're just so for everyone's information. We usually record in the mornings on the weekends. Um, it is a Thursday evening after work. Both worked all day. <laughs> uh, I'm blaming that, and we're doing great. It's also spring, and I just never am at my best. But it's also cloudy right now. It was raining today. Yeah. The vibe is just off. Yeah. In conclusion. But we're trying. I got my 15 second thing pretty well. (laughs) You could have just quit early. We both peaked at the 15 second recap. (laughs) Y'all should have just stopped then. If you've made it this far, And we already cried about Kel within like two minutes of starting this episode. And now it's coming back. Yeah. Anyway. So... (laughs) And I think Mitchell voted for Kelly. It, but that's Kel. There is no Kelly. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's on the other tribe. There is no Kelly. There's a Kelly in Africa. Kimmy. I'm thinking of Kimmy. <laughs> what is happening? Why are we like this? Okay, so. Well, he wrote Kelly. I didn't enjoy that, though. Jeff is kind of subtly trying to convince people to vote for Tina, I think. He's basically like, you know, kind of talks to the tribe a little bit. And yeah. then he shoots this, like, so... Do you feel like, you know, you should apologize because it's kind of your fault? <laughs> Do you think Challenge that you should tell them why they should keep you? And she literally says, I messed up. I should go. And then, yeah. rather than letting that sit, here, ready? Let's reenact this. You be Tina. Okay. Okay. Um, 
do you feel like you should tell the tribe why, you know, they should keep you after, you know, the performance of the challenge today? No, no, I messed up. I should go. All right, it's time to vote. Yeah. Like, Jeff. <laughs> there was zero segue, no chance for her to be like, well, you know. The entire season could have her... changed in that one moment, Jeff. Yes, I feel like Jeff knew what was going to happen, and he was subtly trying to send, you know, telepathic messages to the tribe, <laughs> like, this is your chance. Well, this is not the smartest tribe. I, I'm Jeff Probst, I would vote Tina. <laughs> like, that's the, this is subliminal message yeah. he's trying to send. Using the We vibes. saw what you did there, Jeff. Yeah. Um, Kel basically is crying when he says he's voting for Jerry. He's yeah. like, I have nothing against he's her. He's like, I'm so sorry, I Jerry. think she's super great. This is only because I told Marianne I would do it. And I can't break my word. I'm so sorry. You're great. I'm going to name my firstborn after you. <laughs> um, and then when he gets and voted yet. out, when he gets voted out, he literally says, they're all winners in my eyes. <laughs> Kel... <laughs> Kel <laughs> I'm gonna be crying about Kel. I feel like this entire season we're gonna we need to make like merch that says what would Kel have done or something <laughs> like that because ah uh, what a, what a man I know and like I feel like so clearly we don't know these players very well um are you kidding because we can't remember them okay Kel is my heart and soul well now he is but I we're gonna have to keep a running list of people who like you know, is Joel gonna make that list for the, you? The ones that got away, he might yeah. actually. So, but we haven't <laughs> talked about his abs yet this episode. But in case you Here guys we are. were wondering, um, they're it, still great. It was his birthday recent because I was posted it? it on. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Yesterday was his birthday. You should message him. <laughs> I might. Um, I wouldn't put past her. Um, isn't he like old? Again, we're not STEM majors. <laughs> but anyway, where I was going with this was. <laughs> That I I do remember Kel. Like, he looks familiar, but it's unfortunate because he's only the second person voted out. Whereas, like, some of these people that are still here, like, I definitely don't remember them. Marianne. Yeah. Mitchell. Mitchell. Who is Mitchell? We don't know. He's friends with Jerry. That's all I need. Dead For, to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I sound like you. That's, like, such a you. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I'm turning into Kylie. And neither of us know what the heck we're talking about tonight. No, we're, we're just, we're doing it. It's fine. <laughs> um, but but yeah. I think we should make a running list of like the ones that got away. Yeah. Kel. Kel. We miss you. I love you, Kel. Come do an interview. Oh, I forgot to interview. Kel, do you want to do an interview with us? <laughs> now we're stalking to Kel. Okay. You know what? Do we have him on Instagram? How did we... How did we miss Kel? How, how has all of Survivor been sleeping on Kel? Honestly. I know. <sighs> He's perfect. <laughs> He's too nice. Why are we like this? <laughs> I'm so sorry for us getting so sidetracked we, on everything. Yeah. We could just cut that. Parts of it, yeah. Maybe we won't. Then we'll see. I feel like we used to talk about nothing but the show, mm -hmm. and now I'm off on, like, rants about formaldehyde and, like... <laughs> dissecting worms yeah here we are okay this is your survivor rewatch podcast everybody <laughs> oh, smells like science yeah. all right <laughs> okay so why don't we move who into... would you have voted out oh shoot okay wait i want to know what you would have chosen to eat in the food challenge well if i got to choose yes excluding 
the yeah, apple the fun slice stuff, yeah. and the candy. Out of the things that we saw, it probably would have been the cow brain or the larva. Okay. And if I had to pick between those two, it probably would have been the larva. Okay. How about you? I'm going mudwell. Yeah? Um, or cow brain, probably. Okay. Um, my concern with mudwell, as I shared with you while we were rewatching, is that I would break out into an allergic reaction and pass away. Mm. Um, <laughs> Just warn Jeff ahead of time. I am like, allergic- Jeff, I am doing this for my tribe. Exactly. Um, I am allergic to shellfish, which this is also something we were discussing. I don't know if one of you people know when you hear this. I'm not sure what the uh, procedure is. Yeah, because obviously not all 1,000 contestants or however many we've had at this point has been... Allergy-free? Yeah, to like everything that they might encounter. Maybe that's why they stopped doing food challenges. Um, My thought is that they would probably just re-spin. Or not have that as an option. Yeah. Like more cow brain things, more beetles, more balutes. <laughs> you say that with even you like look like you gagged a little bit just like thinking about it. I I visualize it. Yeah, good. I know. Um yeah, so I'm thinking mudwell and I think because it's shellfish, it could it feels oystery or like clammy in my head. So you can think about that instead of that yeah. it's a mudwell. Um and then cowbrain I feel like texture-wise would be the least intimidating. And it's chewable like you can just kind of chew a little bit and swallow i'm mm-hmm. i'm just not into the whole scorpion situation i could probably do the rest of it that's fair i don't think tripe would be that bad either like british people just have that period mm-hmm. for some of you we can who, train for that mm-hmm. some of you don't know this i am a big harry potter person and they talk about like liver and tripe as like just mm. side dishes of things like all the time in the books Fun. So, all the time is a little bit dramatic it's not like every chapter but you know often (laughs) enough that it's like part of it noted anyway um as for who i'm voting off it sure as hell wouldn't be cal Um, (laughs) man if i'm on ogacore i'm voting jerry because of the way that she is if i'm on well you are on ogacore they lost yes jerry yeah Mm -hmm. i would think maybe marianne is a second option Based on this episode and this episode alone, I'm voting Marianne. She betrayed my boy Kel, and I can't forgive <laughs> and her And now Kel stands for life. Yeah, she so. can't overcome that now, so. He put all his trust in her, and she said, just kidding. Because she is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so. Birthdays. Favorite quote. Oh, mine's from Tina. I messed up. I should go. Still can't believe Let's that. Let's like that... do a callback to that yeah. when we've finished this season. Exactly. Um, mine was very early on. Okay. In this episode, um, from Scoobin, he said, "I'm a student of nutrition." <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> and there's nothing inherently comedic about it, but mm-hmm. just he said it with such like conviction. You know. So my memories of Scoobin from season two. Do not include Largely how him just obnoxious he has been in just two episodes. You're pretty annoying. Yeah. Maybe you could pray for him about that. Right. But that might make me a leader. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
Just don't get the hiccups. Ah, gosh. Yeah, I've made it through this whole... Don't, I'm, don't jinx it. I'm gonna get hiccups probably next episode. Yeah. Okay. Birthdays. Birthdays. On... We're going on 50 minutes in case you're kidding. We have a lot of dead time, okay? Yeah, we do. On April 24th, happy birthday to Penny Ramsey from season five. April 25th, happy birthday to Jessica DeBen from season 14, Aaron Reisberger from season 15, and Shambo Waters from season 19. I only remember Shambo out of those. Oh, same. Anyway. (laughs) April 26th, happy birthday to Jeremy Crawford from season 37. Aw. April 27th, happy birthday to Kelly Goldsmith. We were just talking about her. Yeah. From Africa. Yeah. Not Kimmy. No. From Australia. Uh, um, And Diane Ogden from season three and Kelly Remington from season 30. April 28th, happy birthday to Helen Glover from season five. And May, nope, April 29th, happy birthday to Joanna Wards from season six, Austin Cardi from season 12, and Taj Johnson-George from season 18. And to wrap out our week, there are no birthdays on April 30th. Lit. Okay, so I think that about does it. Thank you for um, continuing to listen to this completely unhinged episode. Um, I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And thanks for listening to... Back Up for Grabs. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to podcasts. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram, Back Up for Grabs. Twitter, Back Up for Grabs underscore. Or you can email us at backupforgrabs at gmail... Nope. <laughs> no. Or you can email us at backupforgrabspod at gmail.com. Bye, guys.